Just before we get into today's episode of Can We Be Real, I wanted to personally recommend a podcast I love. It's called Who Shat on the Floor at My Wedding. I know most of you have heard it and are well across it, but there's a new iteration. There's a new series coming out. And so it's kind of been renamed Who Shat on the Floor at My Wedding and Other Crimes, where three women tackle the world's most pressing comedy crimes, including the world's first podcast, Pooh Done It. Huge news, which I've kind of already given away, is that they've just launched season two where they take on a brand new mystery called The Case of the Tiny Suit Case. You can find Who Shat on the Floor at My Wedding and Other Crimes on all major podcast platforms. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence, for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Can we be real, Bags? Yeah, sure. Bagsy, Bagsy. can yep. we be real, Matthew? Mm. Yes. Let's be real. Um, oh, God, I had such a great Uber ride here. I Just a fantastic time. Normally I hate a chatty driver, I'm going to be honest with you. I've, yeah. I've, 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 I've got my settings. I like it quiet and cool. You taught me about this. Yeah. Where you can actually uh, yeah set the temperature of uh-huh. the car and also tell them whether you want to talk or not on the app before you get in. I love that feature. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, you can. And look, sometimes they just completely disregard both. And I'm not... Really? The, yeah, yep, yep. And I'm not the kind of person to go, mate, I've, I've, I've got my settings. What are you doing? Do you think people raise that? Shushy. Have you checked the settings? Shushy. Yeah. I'm sure some people do, but I do not. I was not raised that way. I just sit there fuming quietly, inwardly. <laughs> um, so anyway, I get in the Uber and old mate oh, starts giving it heaps. So I'm thinking, oh, for fuck's sake. And I didn't even have headphones, so I couldn't do the old, mm-hmm, okay, yunk, yunk, yeah. put in the headphones. Like yeah. you, you don't even have small headphones. Your headphones are like... Huge. They're beats, right? Yeah, yeah, right, they're right. They're like big yeah, headphones. I like am everyone, Dr. Dre. Yeah, everyone knows you're not listening. Uh-uh, don't talk to me. Um, I'm, I'm noise cancelling you out. <laughs> No, I couldn't even do that. So, But then some people will just keep talking at you, won't they? And you're like, yeah. you pull off one ear and go, What's that? Sorry? Yeah. I, cause I can't hear you because I'm actually <laughs> listening to something here, you know? And they're like, yeah, blah, blah. Anyway, oh, mate, chatty, chatty. And I'm thinking, mm. oh, God, this is going to be a long, boring drive. But mm. no, it was not. It was fabulous. Okay. It was a fabulous drive. It was funny. It was interesting. He was great. But he has the funniest ideas about Australia. He is from Afghanistan. His name is Javed. And when I say funny, we were laughing and he was aware that that Australians think his ideas are nuts. But then as he's talking, I'm thinking, well, who am I to say it's nuts? Like maybe he's the only person who knows what's fucking going on. And In the what, world. <laughs> what could happen and what who, – who's to say? The world – Certainly in the last couple of years has turned upside down, so who knows? Sure. But I'll just run some of the concepts by you and let you be the judge. Okay. So he is saying to me, um, you know, we got around to kind of where did you grow up, where did you grow up Mm. pretty early in the conversation and uh, because we were talking about the weather. Obviously, we're in Melbourne, the weather's crazy. Mm. And I said, yeah, look, he goes, oh, it's great. You know, he said I have to take a jacket and thongs everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) This is how he copes with it. I love him. Great, great point. Same. I said, that is the the wisest (laughs) thing you can do in Melbourne, jacket and thongs at all times. And I said, look, I grew up in Queensland and, you know, it's pretty reliable. You know. (laughs) Totally. Just thongs. Right. You know what's going to happen. And he was like, yeah. He goes, I grew up in Afghanistan. And he goes, you know, we got weather. We had four seasons, but you knew pretty much because of what season you were in, what was going to happen. It mm. snows sometimes or it's hot sometimes, but you know because of what month it is, what's yeah. going to happen, you yeah, know. You get sandstorms, I guess, over there yeah, as well in some parts. You, you get like, it all. That's such a random thing for us to experience. Right, you get it yeah. all. 
So we're talking about all this and um, then he says to me, he goes, oh, so why are you in Melbourne if you grew up in Queensland? I said, oh, I don't know, you know, lots of reasons. Mm. But I said, look, I've been here a long time and I love Melbourne. He's like, really? You're, you're happy in Victoria? Mm. I go, yeah, why not? He goes, well, I don't know. I just think of all the states, Victoria's the most risky. Oh. <laughs> I was like, in what way? Exactly. I go, in what way? He goes, look, look, I've lived in 11 countries. I was like, shit. He knows he's shit. Yeah, and he's a young guy. Mm. You know? And interesting countries too. Yeah, and also he's, he's a refugee, so he's like, he's come through a number of countries to get to Australia and sure. all of that stuff. And he's in the refugee community. So he's like, I've lived in 11 countries. Mm. Plus, he's like, I have a friend who is here in Australia and he's committed himself to living six months in every state and territory before he decides which one to Great live Great idea. Yeah, right? Try That's it before you buy. Committed. Yeah. I was like, shit, okay. And he goes, at the moment he thinks it's, it's going to be Brisbane. I said, yeah, I get that. A lot of people think this. That's what I said. Mm. I, I get that. If you're coming from anywhere else in the world, I get why you'd go Brisbane. That is Australia. But we grew up there, so we right. know. Uh, and also I said, when you grow up in a place, you kind of go, okay, done it. Yeah. I'll go and live somewhere else. Like, We've done River Fire. I've done River Fire. Like, dump and burn. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> and if you don't know what the dump and burn is, Matthew, guys, I pity you. <laughs> Check out River Fire. Because what it is is the Brisbane River, right, the filthy brown mess that goes through that town, swirling, deadly mess that goes through that town. And um, one, magi- one magical night a year, um, they fly a fighter jet over it and it, dumps some petrol <laughs> and it somehow lights it on fire Yeah, <laughs> as it's dumping it over the river. And it's so fucking loud. In is it city. like an event? Does it doesn't become like a festival? Well, what does it sound river, like to you, mate? River fire, mate. I'd yeah. say is it's it, an event, is mate. This, is this a thing Matt Damon likes? Oh, yeah. He Matt, Matt Damon it. and the Lucia and the kids are out there going, yeah. dump and burn, totally. baby. If they had River Fire and Ecker at the same time, oh, Matt Damon would be... He'd crap his dacks. Big and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely crap his dacks. The Hemsworths would have to, like, sedate him. Yeah. <laughs> so he loves Brisbane. Who doesn't? So, and I was like, yeah, I was like, well, don't, I'm trying not to get hurt. Because I'm thinking to myself, don't shit on Victoria, mate. Victoria rocks. You love Victoria. I fucking love Victoria. Yeah, you don't so bring much. up negative shit about Victoria. You not in front Even, of me. Yeah. Not in front of me, you don't. Even when I bag your weather at, you still get a bit funny yeah. about it. Yeah. It's a shit. Fuck up. Anyway, <laughs> so the point is, <laughs> I'm saying to this guy, we don't need weather, mate. Okay? So, but anyway, I didn't say that to Javed. I was being polite because he's a visitor. Well, he hasn't decided yet on Victoria, but I was like, what do you mean we don't have anything? He goes, look, all I'm saying is if the Federation breaks up, Mm. I go, what federation? This isn't Star Wars. What are you mm. talking about? He goes, the Federation of Australia. Yeah. Well, Western Australia want this to happen, don't they? They want to be their own ruddy country over there. Oh, they want lots of crazy shit. Who cares? Isn't that what they want? I don't know. They I want don't to listen be, to they them. They're mad. Oh, okay. Um, but this is his worldview because he comes from a place where shit happens. Mm. And I was like, oh, I never, I don't know. That's not going to happen. He mm. goes, why not? Mm. I said, I don't know. We just don't do that shit here. We don't break up federations, Javed. He goes, yeah, well, you know what? No one thinks they break up federations, mate. Yeah, sure. Yugoslavia didn't think they broke up federations and they broke it up. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. You know who's the luckiest? Mm. I go, who? He goes, Western Australia. I go, why? He goes, they have everything. They have gold. They have the most coastline. They have the most kangaroos. (laughs) Kangaroos? I know. Why is that a thing? I don't know. I'm just listening enthralled because I'm thinking in the back of his car. Good point, good point. Weird point. Weird point. But I'm in the back of the camera just thinking, is he onto something? Yeah. Am I missing it? Do I need more kangaroos? Do I need in more kangaroos? <laughs> but we got heaps of kangaroos. I'm thinking. Do you? I don't feel like you've got kangaroos. We got here. kangaroos. Where the fuck are they? Are in, you in joking? The are you joking? Like, where are they? Sometimes you can see them near the airport when you're flying in. We got kangaroos, mate, for days. We've are got them. Some... We've got right. the most progressive kangaroos in Australia. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. We got they would be. very cool kangaroos. Totally. Wearing black t shirts and yeah, jeans, just, like tight just jeans. Really relaxed and university educated. <laughs> he goes, he goes, okay, next up, Queensland. I go, oh, I know what you're gonna say. He goes, Queensland. He goes, Queensland has jungles. Yeah. <laughs> go, Rainforests. Oh, I yeah. can't argue with you there. Yeah. It's got jungles. Kangaroos. Yeah. Go, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Everyone's got kangaroos though, mate. You've got yeah. to get over the kangaroos. <laughs> um, you know, he goes, it's got, it's got minerals. I go, yeah, I get it. He goes, New South Wales has got, you know, some land. It's got some. I was like, right, fuck, right. He goes, Victoria, 
what what do you have? I go, we got coffee, mate. You do. He's like, oh, if the federation breaks up, nobody's spending seven dollars on coffees. I like, uh, we are. Yeah, actually, Javid. Yeah, yeah. So he's got me thinking about mm. the federation breaking up. Well, hang on. He has a good point. What do you have? Like, what is your thing here? I know. That, I mean, you you you, you are a beautiful. Actually, you know what your thing is? It's sport. You are the sporting capital of Australia. That's so not going to get as far if the Federation breaks up. His point well, no, is... Well, no, sport's been around since the Olympics. Yeah, but no one gives a fuck when the Federation's breaking up, mate. What do you mean? Well, they weren't having athletics trials in Yugoslavia when there was a war on. <laughs> I guess so. Ask no. your missus. I'm going to take you again. Ring no, your wife. Well, no, but this is the thing. Sometimes this is what's quite weird about, like, you know, how obviously yeah, Yulia is in, in... You know, she's Russian. She's Russian. She gets federations but breaking up. But war's happening, right? Yeah. But then we'll ring your mum on FaceTime. Yeah. And she's, like, it's not... Uh, you know how the, what she's throwing a javelin? No, but no, but you have on the news. It looks like fuck. You wouldn't want to be there. Yes, but then I do when we're facetiming, it's like things look pretty fucking normal. What in her lounge room? No, like she'll be out and about in the street, ice skating with the Christmas lights. We've got an ice. Skating you know what I mean? Ring. Like it looks pretty. We've got an ice skating. Civilized. Ring. There's, there's bombs going off everywhere, like they make it out to be. Well, not in Moscow. There's not. But no. I think if you rang someone's mum in Ukraine, oh, it's not a good time. She's not ice skating. No, she's not. Oh yeah. <sighs> where the Federation's breaking up. This mm. is his point. He's yeah. like, he's got a plan. Mm. He's got escape routes. He's like, Where's his, okay. Well, actually, he wants coastline. Yeah. He wants coastline. Jarvid is like, he's all about coastline. Totally. And, and he goes, oh, this was my favourite bit. This is where I started to lose faith in Jarvid a little bit. Because he goes, you know who's super safe? I go, who? He goes, Tasmania. Makes sense. Wh- why? Island. Right. Yeah, I get that. If Okay, well, if, if something's going wrong, yeah. you want to get to a boat and get the fuck off but the land. But to where? Somewhere that's not where, where you're you getting bombed and stabbed. Well, you just got to, you know, put a bit of shit on your boat, some baked beans, <laughs> or whatever you need, and then get out there. Go to New Zealand. I, I'm, I'm down with that. But How he... long would it take to get a boat over to New Zealand? Like a day? Matthew's Googling. But what sort of boat? Like we, we like can see boats boat. from where we're sitting. A speed boat. So what we've got to do is we've got to arm ourselves with those knives over there in that block. We've got to go down to that jetty down there. Yeah. We've got to commandeer one of those blokes' boats. I'm not taking him with us either because we don't know him. So I've watched a lot of um, The Walking Dead, so I know how this shit goes down. We want one with the jet ski on the back. Do you know how to drive a boat? Yeah, I've got a boat licence. <sighs> Queenslander, mate. Brilliant. Don't you have a boat licence? No, no. I can drive a boat, but I don't yeah. have a licence. Okay. Point is, we're not taking the bloke who owns the boat because we don't know him. Mm. He will fuck us over at some point. So he's going in to drink. Sure. Mm-hmm. We'll take him out to sea and then... Over he goes. Great. Whose job's that? Mine. Okay. That's not us. Yeah, no. Back to my arm. No. For that. How are you doing it? Don't worry about it. Okay. I'll tell you ladies. You're breaking to, his neck. I'll tell you ladies to look over there from here. <laughs> Genuinely, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just look I'd over be there. I'm so scared. Put your headphones on and go, on, go and stand over there for a minute, I'll say. Yeah. Look at the water. Okay. <laughs> I'm just taking Gary for a look over at this water. Oh, wow. So he's this, dead. Yeah, forget Gary. Mm. Who? I don't remember a Gary. <laughs> Keep driving bags. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> my favourite bit of Jarvid's worldview is Tasmania. Yeah. The main reason he thinks that they are laughing in Tassie mm. is the trees. They've got the best trees. What trees have they got? Fuck <laughs> me, mate. I'm, I have been there, but I didn't no, know. No, they do have a beautiful... Yeah, I mean, they've, they've got, got a great trees. Uh, like, yeah. They've got rainforest in that, jungle, he calls right. it. But the, his point, he reckons they What's can the export called? the trees. <laughs> I'm like, right. this is on the, with the par with his kangaroo thing, I reckon. Like, how long are the, how many trees can there be? And why? Like, who's eating the trees or whatever? Like, what are you talking Who's eating the trees? Well, what? I don't know. It's... Why are we exporting trees? Who wants trees? The Federation's breaking up. Like, they're making, they're making stuff out of wood with those trees. Everyone's got wood. Yeah. You see in Indonesia? You can get a day bed in Bali for 60 bucks. Like, <laughs> what, who are we exporting Tasmania's trees to? Maybe it's a special kind of pine or something like that. You yeah, know? well, it is hewn pine. I happen to know. But. Still, and he goes, and then, and then the best bit is you can just plant more trees. I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but they take fucking 50 years to Charvin, grow. 15,000 years or something, those things have been grow. <laughs> so this is where I'm at. I'm like, either. Slow economy. I don't know. Yeah, I, either Jarvid is a survival genius or he's cracked. He's got us thinking though, which is great. He's got me thinking about the breakup of the Federation, I'll tell you what. And where would you go? I mean, would you stay in Victoria if it if it all divided yeah, up? Yeah, Victoria or, would you go or die, man. I'm right or die, Victoria. What's is it? I'm just saying, the coffee? I'm. I'm, no. that, I'm begging Dan. I'm begging Dan Andrews to come back. Come on, stop fucking okay, around. I've got, I've got a really really dumb question. Who's your premier now? Um, a lady. Oh god. Oh great. So you guys don't know good too. Great. Okay. Good. The lady after Dan. The lady after Dan. Just <laughs> into Alan. Yeah. I have heard that Trific. name. Terrific. Yeah. 
and good on her, but I'm saying, oi, can you just ring Dan? <laughs> just, into, just ring Dan. Or be in power, but ask Dan what to do. Yeah, or just put Dan on the phone. Yeah. Can you just put Dan on? What would Dan do? The right thing. What he'll do is he'll come out about 10, half past 10 every morning and he'll tell us what's going on and he'll just do a little presser of a morning. He'll just pop up and just give us the numbers. And it'll just... Oh, mate, you're going back to COVID days. Yeah. You want that back? I don't want it back. You felt safe. But I know when I see his rosy cheeks every morning at half past 10, okay, someone's on top of it. Someone's in charge. Yeah. Jacinda, just pop down on. Mm. On the phone. You guys had such a shitty time. Do you reckon? Do you reckon I'm a little bit twitchy? Yeah. The fact that you want to go back to <laughs> I'm that. A little bit twitchy? That's Stockholm syndrome right yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, there we go. There we go. Good You'll be right, Jarvid. Mm. Mm. You go and get a kangaroo in a tree and I'll just um, sit it out. I'll just wait it out with Dan. <laughs> Secrets and sparkles. If you have a secret and you want to share it, go to the link in the bio or you can go to Michelle's Instagram page. This is our first secret for today. I'm a single stay-at-home mum, so I am the first to admit that I'm a little bit crazy. (laughs) But um, I live in a unit complex and we all have our own bin and our own recycling bin. And every bin day, I put everyone's bin out on the street and every week... (laughs) They will just bring in their own bin, like all the other units. They'll bring their own bin back in. So what I do is I keep an eye on who only brings their bin back in and doesn't bring everyone else's back in. And then what I do is I fill their bin up with dirty nappies throughout the next week. And then I don't put their bin out on the street. And I've even seen them put their bin out on the street and I put it back in before the bin man has emptied them because I just think it's rude. And I get this little joy or this little kink out of them having no bin for the week and it being full of dirty nappies. When was the last time you lived in a uniblock? Because this is the thing. The biggest issue in unit blocks are bins. Are they? Yeah. Whenever you're in a unit block. I was going to say the biggest issue in unit blocks are people like this. (laughs) Bin bin people. Or just there's a person. There's always one. There's one like this in every. Fucking She's making me think about. She's making me think about this lady who lived upstairs from us many, many years ago who Mm. was just petty. Yeah. And just there was always an issue. Yeah. There was always just something. She was up someone's ass about something yeah. in the flats. And and you'd, we'd have like little secret whisperings. Oh, God, she's done this or she said this. Yeah. Or, oh, she's cracking it about the bins or she's cracking it about something else. Or Well, what about when your bin is overflowing, right? And you go, oh, fuck, I'll just chuck my stuff in their bin. Right? I think, oh, whatever. And if someone did that back to me, I wouldn't even fucking think about it. I wouldn't it. even notice. No. But people... Yeah. We'll take People it do. out and put it next to our bin. Oh, my like outside. God. Like, what is wrong with you? And this, look, darling, you have admitted, okay, I'm a single stay-at-home mum, so, of course, I'm a bit crazy. And I think it is, it's a bit of, like, uh, cabin fever. It's a bit of entertainment mm. for you, obviously, to just, because, like, who, who else has got the time to be noticing who's bringing in the bin? It is annoying that... But also, like, no one asked you to put out all the bins. Yes. So there's... You can't expect everyone to be all grateful and thankful. It's like you've invented this system of rules, but no one else knows the rules. And so how do they know when they're breaking the rules? We need to put it on the community community. Board or well, but then but you don't need to because you're not the boss of no, the but, flats. No, you but know, if you're going to do something like that, you need to let it on. This is what I'm doing, community. You know. Yes, and and but you also need to give them the option to opt in or out. Totally. Yeah. So someone in another unit needs to have they have the right the to be able to say, "Hey, no, I don't want to do that. I'm not in it. I'll put my own bin out. Yeah. And if I forget to, that's on me. Mm. But. Don't touch me bin. And put your nappies in there. Yeah. And also, did her baby fart while she was doing <laughs> I, secret? I, I, the baby did something. And I, and I, I get, <laughs> I get, I believe me, I understand being a single mum at home with kids and how mind-numbing that is. Mm. But, Barb, leave everyone else out of it. Yeah. <laughs> you got to find something else to do. To focus on. You've got to ha- find something else to focus on. How do you file the, uh, the nappy aye, aye, aye. bin police? Oh, Bob, you've got to leave everyone else out of it. Mm. Um, 
gosh, tough love. I'm going to give you – this is tough love I'm giving you, yeah. darling. And it is – you are You're else. fun. I can hear that you're fun mm. and you're a, you're a great fun person and you know what you're doing is fucked up. Um, <laughs> and, and you're doing it to entertain yourself. But you got to stop. <laughs> you got to stop. For one thing, everyone knows it's you. Like, Do they? Where else are the shitty nappies coming from? But no, but who's opening bins and checking what? I would never because open my then, bin and go, how's my week going? Because then <laughs> she, she puts it back in before the, the trucks come. So then you go oh, out right, and yeah, your bin it, yeah, where, yeah, gotcha. is back in front of your door and it's full With of shitty nappies. nappies. Yeah, gotcha. <laughs> You're like, um, I, I think Michaela has lost her fucking yeah, mind. Yeah. Like Michaela no. in number four mm. has bought... My bin back and put her shitty nappies in it. She's mm. mental. Everyone's whispering about you, bub. Yeah, the neighbours need to knock on her door and talk to her about it. No, because they'd be thinking she's mad. Don't. Yeah. She's scary. Leave her alone. She's scaring me. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> sweetie, I don't know what. Don't scare Are you in a mum's group? Do something else. Mm. Hey, but great news. Christmas Day. I mean, you're going to get the the special Christmas secret mega mix. Totally. Boombox it. Spend it with us. Boombox it for your neighbours to yes. say sorry. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, this is secret number two. Hi, Michelle and Simon. My secret sorry, is that I have always denounced people who watch the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. I've always said, why be a Kardashian when you can be an Audrey? But recently, <laughs> I just watched one episode to see what it was all about. Oh, oh. And now I'm hooked on the show. Yeah. And I've discovered that actually the Kardashians are really savvy businesswomen mm-hmm. and they really hustle and work hard. And Kim's even a lawyer. Yeah. So I've completely changed my view on the Kardashians and I think that they are really admirable and I love them all. Yeah, yeah. I get it. Um, look, boom, perfectly understandable. It's mm. filed because I just don't know how you can hate Kim Kardashian. She's, She's lovable. She's funny. She's smart. Yeah. She's... And have you seen the new outfit that she's brought out with oh, the nipples? The nipple bra. Mate, I'm finding that so hot. I think it's so funny. Is, and that, is that supposed to be hot? Yeah. Because I'm finding it very, very... And I'm thinking, wow. Because erect nipples mean... Hot. A, you're cold, or they mean you're sexually aroused. Yeah, but... So she's created... She she's created an outfit that's that oh. makes you look sexually aroused all the time. And that's the purpose of it. But it's but so funny hell. to me when people are complaining, going, there was some complaining, oh, it's disgraceful or whatever. And I'm like, how is it different to Spanx? How is it different to any of the other underwear that's been out forever to okay. change your body underneath Can your I, clothes? And I do, when I saw it and I saw her wearing it, I was like, uh, fuck, that is hot. Rear, right? that's rear. The, yeah, I did, right? She's amazing. But if, uh, if you're wearing that... yeah. Uh, and we're running past each other. Sure. Right? I'm and not wearing that to run, but anyway. <laughs> where, 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 are you wear, where are you wearing that I'm just outfit? sitting. I'm having coffee. Yeah, okay. You could run past while I'm having coffee, uh, with, looking, right. pretending I've got erect nipples. Like, And I walk past or run and I'm like, whoa, fucking yeah. wow. Yeah. Now, you I, better. I paid 60 but, bucks for that, so, bro. Is that what you want? Because the I thing guess. is, yes. because that's what's happening. I think a lot of blokes are like, bloody hell. Yes. This is, this is exciting today. Yeah. Right? But are you wanting... That attention yes. by wearing the erect nipple. Yes. Or or are we as blokes supposed to be like just ignore the yes. ignore the nipple? No, of course, of course. It's the same reason anyone's wearing a push up bra with a low cut top. So we're supposed to be looking. Of course. We're supposed okay, great, this is good. In this, that moment, no, you're it's only down, fellas. Yeah. It's that, okay to look. Yes, in that moment for sure. Wherever I am, whatever I'm doing. You want me to look. There's no other reason I'm wearing that. Right. Yeah. It's bloody hot. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the point of it. It's like she's not saying. But it's very confusing for blokes right now. I'm not wearing it under a burqa. Like, I'm yes. not wearing it to a funeral under a. Yeah. yeah like it's, you, yeah. It's, a, it's a time and place garment. It's a cafe garment. Well, no, I'm joking about. Where are you wearing it? I can it? if I give, want give to. Give me a scenario where you're wearing that well, out. Well, I don't know. The IMAX theatre? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Depends if it's a date. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking oath. <laughs> What it's about- a date. It's a date thing, I oh guess, or it's, it's time and place. I'm st- you can't wear. You cannot wear that on a first date. I didn't say first. Don't do that on but a first I, date. I, I might. Me. Like who knows? If like, I sat down at a, we went to yeah. you know touch wood. Oh, like where are we going? In um, yeah, like La Porchetta. So La classy. Let's go to La Porchetta for brekkie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, and you turn up and sit down in front of me with that that yeah. on. Bloody hell, Well, mate. yeah, I mean, I, I am... I am smashing my lasagna and we're getting the fuck home. Bricky lasagna? What fucking dates does this guy... I mean, your <laughs> dating game is very rusty. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm there with purpose. Yeah. If I'm... I've got a lot of bras. 
if I pull that one out of the drawer and go, okay, yeah, <sighs> this one, I'm making a statement. Yeah. Just as I am if I'm wearing it's... any kind of Spanx or any kind of Skims, Kim's other things or if I'm... Yeah, but they're not... They're not um... But they've got purpose. Well, my point their is, pur- their purpose is just to, t- to tone everyone. up. Yeah, because right. But, but they're to go under make certain clothes. Like, go, Whoa, geez. So, well, they are like they're lots of different kinds of them. But they're to go under certain clothes to make sure. you look a certain way. Like they, this is just another undergarment oh. to help you look a certain way that you want to look. That's mm. what I'm saying. Like any plunge bra, balconette bra, mm. push-up bra. Like we have lots of bras. The, the nipple being like that, right, mm. is also it's like a it's like a Kim's deciding now yeah. that women are to show their nipples. Well, not all the time. She's no, just saying, "Here's an option, ladies." She's got the power. She's given to, us an option, but, but I agree. You know what I mean? Like when she decides to make nipples, I agree. Out, yeah. All of a sudden, nipple. You watch nipples going to be everywhere now. I thought the same thing because she made big asses right. a thing for white women. Yeah. I believe that 100%. She and her sisters made that happen. Yeah. So, fellas, brace yourself for summer. Brace yourself for nipples. <laughs> She's freed the nipple. She has freed the She's nipple. She's freed the nipple like people have been trying to do for decades. I think Kim's just done it. She just freed it. She's done it. Well, it's not really free, though, because it's not your nipple. It's fake. She's faked the nipple, yeah. but it's happening. I agree with you 100%. I, I saw that and I thought, oh. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> here we go. This is the re- this is, it's a nipple revolution like mm. lashes yeah, yeah. have been the revolution for yes. the last however many years. Yeah, which I'll be honest with you, that didn't excite They're me hideous. at all They're in hideous. the way that you I look think like these outfits are about smashed to. smashed a tarantula on your face. They're ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. They're gross. But uh, the nipples... Have arrived, mate. That w- Kim Kardashian. I predict stick-on nipples will be I next. Wonder, I wonder if our secret teller will be into the to the nipple uh, revolution. What, what, what is it? What is it called? That nipple outfit. I'll find it. It, it, oh, yeah. it came out like a few weeks ago. Yeah, I'll find it. Um, oh God, she's brilliant. It's the Skims Ultimate Nipple Bra. Oh, it says that. I mean, yeah. she again. It. She's so smart. Get the name. Just the title. call it what it is, so that when I'm googling it. It's easy to find and buy. Mm. Kim Kardashian nipple, boom. Mm. And, I, and I've bought it in 30 seconds. How much How are we talking? How much is it? For a nipple? 62 bucks. I did not tell you. Didn't I say? I said, I've just spent 65 bucks on this. <laughs> so, I knew instinctively how much this be, bra would okay, cost. Okay, so is that expensive for a bra? What's a standard no, bra No, that cost? is standard, like, shapewear kind of cost. I just Okay, and are you getting one of those bras? Are you getting I'm a starting few? with one because I'm buying it uh, online. So I'm starting with one. Yeah. And then I'm probably going to get it in every damn colour. <laughs> I'm, I want a flesh-coloured one. I want a black one. I want a right. white one. And then, you know... If I like it. Right. And, I'm getting and, one to see what I think. When you go out yeah. for the first time in the nipple bra, mm. is it okay to... Like, do your friends say, oh, you've got the nipple bra? Like, does that, does that get... I'm telling them. No, but they know. I'm going to... They, you don't need to tell them, mate. No, but as soon as I rock up they're going to go, cafe, wow, you got the nipple bra. With the moms, I'm going, oi, I got the bra, I got the Kim Kardashian bra. And they're going to go, oh, and they're yeah. pop, they're, they're in their head, they'll be feeling it inside and out. They'll be going, we'll be going, woo. Yeah, I will say that 65 US. So so that's about 90 bucks here, <sighs> yeah, isn't Australian, it? Yeah, Australian, yeah. That's a lot of money for a bloody Oh, do you just mind bra. your business? I, I've got a job. $90? It's only a business. For man. one? It's only a business. No, it's not. It is, oh, no, it's, a job. It's, I'm excited for it. Yeah, good. Your wife <laughs> will have one, don't worry. Oh, mate. She, I She'll think be she's, all over yeah, it. She she's, loves it. I'm sure it's in the post yeah, as we speak. Totally. Yes. We always get deliveries at the door. Of course you do. Bing we bong. all do. <laughs> That's why I can't work at home. It's so annoying because it's annoying, but it's also Christmas every day. Yeah. And usually I've forgotten what it is. It's so exciting. I'm like, oh, what is that? I never get parcels. Do you get parcels? Never. Never. Serious? Girls are just parcel, parcel, parcel. They keep the Australia Post alive. I'm sad for you that you never get. What do we get, mate? What what do blokes give a shit about? There's nothing exciting uh, like these bras coming out for blokes. What can we get? Shoes. How many pairs of shoes do you have, Matt? Three. I mean, I yeah, feel like me too. Oh, I'm three. so sad I've got three for shoes. you. Birkenstocks, those ones, whatever they are, New Balance. Oh. And then the jazzy shoes, if I want to go out. Jazzy, you get good shoes. Yeah. You good shoes. Yeah. That's it. I feel like the only stuff coming in the mail for me at the moment is I'm, <laughs> I'm currently contesting a red light. Uh, thing, and I'm, I'm trying to take them to the magistrate. That doesn't count, mate. No, that's, so that's the, no, that's that's exciting. Exciting. They're the ones I don't open. What do you mean? But he's yeah. contesting it. So he it. No, I'm bringing it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, he you're wants bringing that. the heat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I get like St George Bank Bank statements, right? Don't open. And I'm them. like, guys, just email it. I know, right? What, How you're a bank. We've got online banking. Or text me. Yeah, don't. <laughs> 
shit. Mail shit like that. I know. It's so boring. I don't open any of that shit. What are you sending it for? Is anyone doing junk mail anymore? Yeah. You still getting that? Yeah. Do you like junk mail? No. Are, are you a no junk mail kind of person? I don't have a sticker on. I need a sticker. But I, you know, no, no, no mm. one opens it. It's straight to the bin. Vump. Well, it's, I let the snails eat it for a couple of months <laughs> and then yeah. it's in the bin. Yeah. Mm. All right. Well, how do you file? Oh, you've already filed that. Oh, yeah, I filed that. Uh, perfectly understandable. Yeah. The Kardashians, you can't hate them. And if you do, like, just just have a little look. you got to love them. you got to love Coco, Chloe. We love Chloe Kardashian. We lo- she, her redemption story every time she breaks up with a boyfriend, and oftentimes it's the same boyfriend, and then and then she has another redemption arc. We go, mm. go, Coco, you mm. know, exercise, push that weird heavy metal thing. <laughs> go, girl, with your long nails. Love it. We just love them. I, I even love Courtney, and she's a bitch. Courtney's a bitch. Oh, yeah, but love her and Trav. Ah, love, love, love. There's a Gold Coast girl. Mm. Her name is... She's, a, she's an influencer, and she was friends with one of the Kardashian oh, girls. Oh, yeah, that Tammy Hembro girl. Hembrow. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. But she spewed in her backyard. Yeah, Did you know this? she's she, out. And, uh, she's out. They don't like her anymore. We need to get her on to talk about that party. Okay, well, then edit that out, what I just said. What do you mean? <laughs> that they don't like her anymore, because maybe they do. I don't know. No, but we need, well, we need to find out like what happened at the party. What exactly happened? Yes. What Like, she spewed? If you spewed at my party, would I boot you out of my life? God, no. no. That's a good party. Yeah. You know? Yes. I'd say, good for, you know, God, yeah. that's a party. Why are you getting booted out of a family? <sighs> because, because people you... are assholes. No, that's fine. They wouldn't even know if you spewed at their house, would they? Wouldn't some minion go over and fix it? Hmm. Yeah. Spew at my place. It's fine. No dramas. Yeah, great. All right. This is our next secret. A few months ago, our area had their curbside bulk rubbish collection. Awesome. And my kids go nuts for it. They just, they just go stupid. And my daughter came home with this bag of ugly <laughs> magnets that people have collected from their overseas troubles. I thought, what the fuck am I going to do with this bag of fugly tourist magnets and then light bulb moment. My job involves going around to different companies across the CBD and I access their kitchens. I thought, I'm going to leave a little magnet on their fridge at each different company that I go to until there's none left. And so that's what I've done. That's hilarious. So just randomly, out of the blue, a little howdy from Texas. (laughs) A vista of Hong Kong has just appeared in some businesses' um, kitchens. That's hilarious. Howdy from Texas. I wonder if anyone listening is is like, oh my god, there, there's a there's a hola, yeah, magnet just from Hawaii, just arrived on our fridge at work. Yeah, there's like a welcome to Norway magnet on yeah. our fridge at work. I mean, none of us oh, knew where it came wrong. from. What did, yeah, what did you yeah. say? <laughs> I said hola, and you go, yeah, from Hawaii. No, that's right. Spanish. What, what's the what's the Hawaii one? I don't know. Yeah. But the point is, that is brilliant. Yeah. I love that. And it's so funny, the shit people come home with. That sounds like someone died at the house where those came out of. Yeah. Because we've inherited a, a number of spoon collections, you know, an old lady's collected spoons. Oh, God. Yeah, and Ooh. then when they died. Oh, yeah, my mum does that. Wherever she goes, she has to get a little spoon. They get spoons? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like a it's not like a spoon that you would use. Have you seen those little no, collected spoons? They're yeah. in like a little red box. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh they'll make, someone would have made them a cabinet oh, over the years yeah. and so they're all Why dangling not? in there. Yeah. And, yeah, and then someone and, – and so I got one spoon collection, but – and then over the years they've all disappeared, thank God. Are they worth anything? No. No, I just took them for, and the kids played with them when they were little, and um, so the bit by bit, one by one, they've all just disappeared. Yeah. We've got a couple left in the in the drawer, mm. but these magnets sound to me like some old dears popped her clogs, totally. and then they've just as they're cleaning out the house, they've just thrown them out with the hard rubbish, yeah. and your kids have brought them home. But now they're spread far and wide in yeah. corporate kitchens. That's a, how do you file the <laughs> I magnet? I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. I love your sense of humour, you kooky yeah. weirdo. What a fun person you are, just travelling around with secret magnets in your, <laughs> in your briefcase. Chuck a few magnets in yeah. there for your day. Yeah, I've just right. got to go to the toilet, Bruce. We're back in a sec. Mm. Just swing by the kitchen, clunk. Yeah, on the fridge. All right, this is secret number four. I've just listened to your latest podcast. Thank you. I'm a tired ass. I waited until it was free. Oh, that's fine. The darling. one on um, whether you should marry or not. I already know the answer before I've even finished it. <laughs> and I'm just up to the part where you're talking about the thief, the thief in Bunnings. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it reminded me of a secret. <laughs> I didn't quite steal anything, but 
about three months ago, I had a problem with my nose piercing <laughs> because I got my nose pierced. Finally, age 49, I broke out of this lovely cult that I've been in for 40 years. And so now I'm allowed to get my nose pierced oh. now that I can think for myself. So I got my nose pierced about a year ago, maybe 18 months ago, but it was just a bit inflamed. It just never... It looked a bit red. It wasn't infected, but it was just a bit inflamed. So I thought, I need to take it out, damn it. So first of all, I went back to the lady who pierced it. She said, Darl, it won't come because she put a curly tail type of yes. nose thing in there. And it, I could not get it out. We couldn't get it out. She said, you'll have to go to hospital. I thought, I'm not going to waste my time at hospital. So I went to Bunnings. <laughs> And I found some pliers. Oh, <laughs> I went to the bathroom section mm. and I found a mirror in a box, hunted all over, found a little bathroom mirror, one of those shaving mirrors for the shower, carefully took the tape off, took it out, got the pliers. They're still in the packaging with the little oh, you know, cable Still on the ties, cardboard. Gross. And I just clipped off um, using the mirror. I just clipped <gasps> off the top of my piercing so that then I could pull it out from the bottom, from within my nose. And I just, oh, it came out so easily. It was such a treat. I thought I was so clever, and I didn't even have to pay $6.98 for a pair of pliers <laughs> that I only needed to use for 30 seconds. Oh, wow. Smart. So some old man's just bought those pliers, <laughs> not knowing they've been up her nose. Yeah. Yeah. That is pretty clever. Yeah. I never thought of that. Take your job to Bunnings rather yeah. than mm. take the tool home from Bunnings. Well, I mean, there's an economic <laughs> crisis going on. I think so. I saw a TikTok. You know how those people are so annoying on TikTok? I'm sure I've seen a prank where someone has gone to Bunnings or gone to a hardware shop and set themselves up in the shop to do a job. Got all the tools off the shelves, got a table and sat there and, like, built something <laughs> in an aisle. And then took it home. Yeah, like, but then not bought any of the tools. That's a great idea. And then, but so the point of the video is, of course, the staff start coming into the aisle and going, "What are you doing?" Yeah. And he's like, "Oh no, I know, I think I'm fine. I'm fine. Thank you. I don't need any help." Yeah. And they're like, "Okay," and they kind of wander <laughs> off and keep coming back because I think it's theoretically not breaking the law. Of course. Mm. Yeah. Because not you're not stealing it. You no. don't put it all back. And so then in the end, he just like pays for the birdhouse. <laughs> <laughs> like he just pays for what he's actually walking out the door with. Yeah. Just goes and puts all the tools back, and then just yeah. walks out with like and pays for the timber. Wow. <laughs> so maybe you can try that secret lady. But she's she's look, cost yeah. of living crisis, guys. Yeah. Who can afford a pair of pliers that you're never going to use <laughs> again? Five. Okay. Mm. I'm never going to use them again. That's a thing. I'm just going to clip my nose ring off here, guys, if you don't mm. mind. Yeah. Yeah. With pliers. She's smart. Ugh. She's a thinker. Well, they're clean, they're sterile, they're brand new, they're still on the cardboard. <laughs> yeah. All right, how do you file that one? God, it's fascinating. There's so much more to that lady, though, by the way. Just left a cult, guys. That's just part of the story, but forget that bit. Yeah, totally. What an interesting lady. Add on. Like, you Could can, you tell us? Yeah, can yeah. you get back in touch with us, please? I really want to know so much more about you. Because you can speak now. Yes. Like, why couldn't you speak? Oh, God. Yeah. It's so interesting. I'm going to file that under I love it, but please get back to us. I want to know more about you, lady. And can I say, it's so long since we've had a good luck you fucked. We mm. haven't filed anything yeah. under good luck you fucked for young. There you go. So that's a bit of a challenge. Yes. All right, yeah. that is uh, Secrets and Sparkles. If you have a secret that you'd like to share with Michelle, go to the link in the bio or go to Michelle's Instagram page, at Michelle underscore Laurie. We are running a little light on secrets, so please, if you have one, you're holding on to it, share it with us. Better out than in. Get up to 30% off wedding jewelry at BlueNile.com and remember the joy of your wedding day forever. Blue Nile offers everything from diamond and lab-grown diamond wedding bands to classic pearls, earrings you can design yourself, even gorgeous sapphire pieces for your something blue. Whatever you choose, Blue Nile's pieces are all graded for excellence for a lasting memento as brilliant as the love that inspired it. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? 
All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. Here's a lovely little thing to just send you on your way at the end of this episode. Yeah, great. Millie Vanilli. Oh, okay. There is a I'm new doc- back. Yeah, there's a new documentary out about Millie Vanilli. Mm. I watched it on uh, Paramount Plus, I think. Okay. Google it and shout yourself. It is really sweet. It's really lovely because I don't know if you're you know, up to date with Millie Vanilli news, but um, they were sort of right in my age group, I guess, right in my wheelhouse. I was right around when all of that happened, when they were huge around the world. They won a Grammy. They won the Grammy for Best New Act of the Year. And sorry, I'm, I'm a fair bit... Younger, yeah. So you but might Millie Vanilli is a, is a is a band. It's not a person. No, it's it was two guys, two Rob, Rob and Fab, right. Rob and Fab, right. And then of course they were sprung. They didn't actually sing the songs that were on their album. Blimey. They were dancers, and a completely other guy sang the song. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't their voices on the album. And every gig they did, they were lip syncing over this other guy's voice. And so did the guy who actually sang the song get most of the money no, or was it them? this is the point of the documentary. It's so heartbreaking. It's so sad. I don't want to ruin it for you. It is, of course, the story is more complicated than you think. But at the time then they were just, it was merciless. Everyone turned on them so bad. I mean, it was a punchline. You know, oh, God, you've done a Milli Vanilli, you know, whatever, which just meant you're faking something, you're not really doing it. Of course, right? So, but what it's about is these two guys, dirt poor. One of them's literally an orphan who spent the first, I think, five or seven years of his life in an orphanage. Mm. The other one came from an abusive household. Um, one's French, one's German. They meet up as teenagers because they're both great dancers and they meet in the dance culture in mm-hmm. Germany. Mm-hmm. And, um, they just love dancing. They love music. They 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 work in the club scene and they become backup dancers on TV shows and stuff. They're really good at it. And then this producer, this uh, white guy, finds them and goes, hey, we've got this project we're putting together. We think you guys would be great for it. Would you be interested? Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, I think they're 20. He signs them up. He pays them 1500 Deutschmark, which is, you know, say $1,500. They think they're made. They're like, oh, my God, we're millionaires. Wow because they're so poor, didn't read the contract, Mm. didn't know how to read the contract. Mm. And what they find out way too late is that they're not singing on the album. They thought they were going to sing. So they find out too late. No, 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 no. It's all fake. The fascinating thing about it is that this guy, have you ever heard of Boney M? Yeah. 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 Ra, ra, Rasputin, rava, rava, Russian queen. They were fake. I never knew that. This guy had faked them first. What year is this where all this fake music's coming well, out? Is this um, the 80s or the 90s? This is the 90s. So Boney M was the 70s, 80s. Right. I remember my mum and her girlfriends had their tapes in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, so this white guy, this white producer, he's, a, he's European, he sang the Boney M songs, the men's voice and that, and had a black guy doing the dancing and pretending he was singing that. Right. So he, the producer's making all the money. He's just paying these guys to be dancers out on stage, yeah. right? So then... When Boney M's finished, he does the whole process again with Millie Vanilli. Gets right. these young... Rinse and repeat. Right. Mm. Dancers with the whole great look and everything. And what is their signature move? Like, do they have a signature move when it comes to dancing? Oh, they like, had a lot of signature moves. They were just very contemporary like, of the day. They were just like, it was just whatever everyone else was doing. But... um. So, yeah, but they're not famous for something. Like, they're not famous for... Uh, like, you know how Elvis was famous for the, the gyrating no. hips or anything? Like, they were famous for no. nothing really that great. I mean, no, they were very good, very good dancers. dancers. Yeah, very good dancers, yeah, right. but just that 90s style of dance. But then what happened was the guy who was actually singing on their album, like, and get this, this is so amazing. The original copy, the European copy of their album, on the back of it, when it's got listing the credits, doesn't list them. Like it literally lists all the musicians and singers and they're not on there. So they got totally fucked. Well, because they didn't sing on it. Yeah. It's like this but, guy in the in the documentary goes, well, I mean, this is how obvious it is. Mm. They're not listed in the credits of musicians who mm. played on the album because they didn't. Then suddenly it just takes off. It goes huge in America. The guy who was actually singing his voices on the album, he gets the shits. He goes, hang on a minute. That's my voice. These guys are winning a Grammy and you're not acknowledging me. Mm. So he gives an interview. Yeah. And goes, by the way, you know Millie Vanilli? Yeah. Oh, that's my fucking voice. Destroys everything. Destroys it. 
brings the whole house of cards Fuck. crashing down. It explodes because by this stage, these guys have got a huge American deal with Arista. So the whole music industry is like uh, uh, dragged into it. Mm. All because of this producer. All because of this guy. He gets off completely scot-free. So he's right. made the millions. Yeah. No one points a figure at him because he's not famous. No one knows who he is. No one cares. Yeah. Everyone's looking at these two young black guys going, you're frauds. Yeah. You're liars. Yeah, of course. They have to front the media yep. and cop everyone calling them every piece of shit under the sun. Mm. One of them, Rob, this poor guy just falls into depression, drug and alcohol abuse, and eventually dies. He dies of, of drug abuse. But the documentary and Fab, the other guy, just kind of walks the earth for a while. He tries because he is talented. He can sing. He can do everything. Mm-hmm. So he keeps trying to resurrect his career and people just keep going, oh, Millie Vanilli guy. Mm. You're the Millie Vanilli guy. Yeah. Like, no one will give him a chance. Yep. But here's the beautiful part of it. Moves to Amsterdam. Starts calling himself Fabrice, mm-hmm. which is his full name. Fabrice. Fabrice. The, the Not Fabrice. <laughs> Fabrice. <laughs> oh, right, Fabrice. Say, the stuff that mum cleans the, uh, the, the no, couch with. Fabrice. Shaves his hair so he doesn't look like the Millie Vanilli guy anymore. Hmm. Meets a girl. She doesn't know who he is. She thinks he's Fabrice. Hmm. Anyway, gets married, has kids, and just is reborn. Now, listen to this. This is him. He's now singing again doing gigs. Listen to his voice. It's fabulous. He's proud of himself again. Oh, so this is live. This is him live. He's so good. He's let the shame go. Isn't he great? And so this is their song, Blame It On The Rain. big hit. Right. And he's re-singing this now. This is him singing live on stage in front of God and everybody with his own beautiful voice. And is he allowed to? Yeah. I don't know how. I think this producer. Think Listen to this. Millie the one thing I want people to think of is that when you fall, you can't stand back up. So beautiful. Mm-hmm. And Rob is part of that. Yeah. I am honoring his name every time I perform on stage. Fall, you stand back up and you reinvent yourself. Now listen to this legacy. Blame it on the rain that was falling, falling. Great voice. Mm. Oh, that beautiful. That night. Whatever you do, don't put the blame on you. Blame it on the rain. Never would have thought. Wow! I would get so emotional about a documentary about Millie Milli Vanilli. Vanilli. So well, I, I feel like I'm getting quite emotional <sighs> just hearing that little bit. I'll definitely watch that. That sounds great. And I, to be honest with you, I don't care about this band. No, at all. No, they weren't around in my time. But that just now, I know that story. <sighs> How interesting! And this man, he is a beautiful, sweet human being who has been through such shit mm. that was put on him by other people. He's been mm. taken advantage of. He's lived through such depths of shame he said he every time he was out in the world if he heard people laughing he assumed they were laughing at him who is this producer what's this producer's name his name uh, he seems to be getting away with a lot here absolutely he's still alive he rocked up to um, Rob's funeral at the end so that he could get on the news oh what he's a fucking scum piece of shit mate wow Frank Farian is his name Frank Farian German record producer who founded Boney M uh, and Millie Vanilli. It's got like an Instagram account we could slide into the DMs of, or <laughs> anything like that. I doubt it. Once, no. once you see the documentary, you'll you'll get you'll get it. You'll get this guy. And we've seen lots of guys like this. There's lots of. He's just one of those, you know, mega producers yeah. who finds young. And as they say in the show, he's made his fortune off black artists. Young. Young black innocent, artists. Yeah. Naive. Yep. He gets the money. Wow. He puts them out like puppets on stage. Mm. Until it kind of runs, runs its out. course. Yep. Then he sweeps them away and goes and finds some more. But it's worth it for Fab. That's beautiful Fab singing. Yeah, he's, he's killing he's it. He's hard now. out with his beautiful family. He's got four babies with his beautiful wife and he's happy and he's shaken off the shame. It's a beautiful documentary. I like it when a documentary like this comes out 
for people like myself yeah. or I mean, Matthew, you might, you might be a fan. But the thing is, you can then become a fan of of, of, yeah. of a band like this that you didn't know. You know, when the Queen Bohemian Rhapsody movie <gasps> yeah, right. came out, yeah. you saw this generation that wasn't aware of Queen yeah. become fans of Queen. You know, like oh, I love it great. when that happens for, I mean, a Queen don't really need it. but like And Millie also Vanilli, Millie Vanilli, I mean, I don't know if you, you know, it, it, yeah, it's hard to know. I mean, but the songs are super fun. They are super yeah. fun. And the, and I didn't the, know that was their song. Yeah, and the dancing the is super fun. It's a fun era. 90s pop is a really fun era. Their mm. outfits, their fashion. Mm. And these guys were loving life, as I said, to come from childhoods of disadvantage and to be just doing what they loved yeah. is beautiful and joyful to watch. Yeah. And then to have it turn to shit for them by these other people is so sad. Mm. But then it has this beautiful ending of redemption. Well, that is it for today's yeah. episode. Of course, if you want to get in touch with a secret, all you have to do is go to the link in the bio or you can go to Michelle's Instagram page as well at Michelle underscore Laurie. And we will see you next Tuesday. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you acast powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.